Welcome to the Fulfilling Walk podcast, where we explore strategies and insights for living a more balanced and fulfilling life. I'm your host, Rick Williams, and today our topic of discussion is how to deal with a control freak. We all encounter control freaks in our personal and professional lives, and navigating these relationships can be challenging. But fear not, because in today's episode, we'll explore some practical tips and techniques to help you handle these situations with grace and maintain your own sanity. So, let's dive in. To begin, let's discuss what a control freak is. A control freak is someone who has an excessive need for control and wants things to go their way, often disregarding the desires and opinions of others. They may micromanage things, dominate conversations, and find it difficult to trust others to handle tasks or make decisions. People with a high need for control often feel the need to correct others when they're wrong. They will correct someone due to an irrational argument. They correct spelling or mispronunciations. They correct details of what happened in the past. They correct bad manners. They correct people when they do something wrong or inappropriate. It's important to understand, though, that underneath the motivation to correct others is the belief they are usually or always right. They're always trying to win the argument or have that last word. High-control men and women are difficult to have relationships with because they like to set the rules and subsequently enforce them. They act superior to others and are determined to show everyone that they are the most practical, logical, and intelligent person in the crowd. Control freaks refuse to admit when they're wrong. Hands down, one of the traits that most annoy friends, romantic partners, and colleagues is the refusal on the part of high-control men and women is to admit that they're wrong. It could be the smallest, simplest issue, but high-control people don't care. They just want to make sure that they don't admit that they're wrong or they're at fault in any way. Their thinking is distorted to the point that they believe others may use their admission against them or will perceive them to be incompetent, foolish, because of one simple error. As a rule, these individuals present all or nothing. Everything is black or white thinking. Dealing with anything in between is uncomfortable for them. Control freaks will engage in judging or criticizing others. Some of the most judgmental individuals you will ever meet are men and women with high need for control. They are highly principled with opinions on everything from how people should hold their forks to how they should live their entire lives. These men and women have an answer for everything, and they come across as sanctimonious or hypocritical to those who know them well. Driving with rage is something very common with control freaks. People with a high need for control often get very angry and frustrated while driving. They believe that they are the only ones who know how to drive correctly, and they often put other drivers down make nasty faces at them, or even curse or issue profanities when someone on the road does something that bothers them. Oh God, and don't be the driver with them being a passenger. Yet, 
most common problems that exist with high control men and women on the road is their own impatience. They get annoyed because drivers go too slow or they go too fast. They treat pedestrians as interference getting in the way of accomplishing their goals. Again, in the mind of these individuals, it's all about them and they don't spend time trying to imagine what anyone else thinks or feels in the same situation. It's essential to recognize that control freaks often have their own underlying insecurities or fears driving this behavior. Understanding this can help us approach these situations with empathy and compassion, even if their behavior frustrates us. So how can we effectively deal with control freaks without compromising our own well-being? Our first suggestion is to set clear and concise boundaries. Clearly communicate what you are and are not comfortable with and assertively express your needs and expectations. Again, boundaries are a key to dealing with a control freak. It's important to be firm but respectful when setting these boundaries. Remember that you have the right to your own autonomy and decision-making, and you should feel empowered to defend that. Another strategy is to maintain open lines of communication. Create a safe space for dialogue where both parties can express their concerns, fears, and expectations. This allows for better understanding of each other's perspectives and can lead to finding some common ground. Use active listening. Active listening plays a crucial role here. Show genuine interest in control freaks' viewpoints and validate their feelings. It doesn't mean that you have to agree with everything, but by showing empathy, you can create an environment that encourages collaboration and compromise. Dealing with control freaks can be emotionally draining, so it's crucial to prioritize your own well-being. Engage in activities that will help you relax, recharge, such as exercise, meditation, or spending time with loved ones. Maintain emotional resilience and a sense of balance. It's also important to remember that you are not responsible for changing the control freak. Focus on managing your own reactions and finding healthy coping mechanisms for any stress or frustration you might experience. And speaking of coping mechanisms, setting realistic expectations can be incredibly helpful. Control freaks will often have a high expectation and a desire for perfection. Remind yourself that you can only control your own actions and responses and not theirs. By accepting that you cannot change someone else's behavior, you can release your own self from unnecessary stress and focus on what you can control, which is your own behavior, attitude, and choices. Finally, if the situation becomes too overwhelming or toxic, then seeking professional help or guidance can be beneficial. Therapists or life coaches can provide you with personalized strategies and support to navigate difficult situations and relationships. Yes, reaching out for support is a sign of strength, not weakness. A professional can provide you with a fresh perspective and provide you with techniques and tools to deal with control freaks effectively. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode, and I hope you have found these strategies helpful in dealing with control freaks in your life. Remember, 
maintaining your own well-being, and setting a healthy set of boundaries are crucial in these situations. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Fulfilling Walk podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review and sharing it with others. Also, please subscribe to this podcast as this helps us obtain advertising revenue. We appreciate your support. Remember, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Also, visit our webpage at www.thefulfillingwalkpodcast.com. That's www.thefulfillingwalkpodcast.com. There you'll find a way to subscribe to our upcoming newsletter, links to all of our social media platforms, and also links to listen to our episodes as well. So take care and join us next time as we discuss topics to allow you to have a more fulfilling walk.